When I am teaching and I am saying amen, when I say something to you that you really believe, please, you have to say? Amen. When you believe, you have to say? Amen. Uh, yes. Because when you say amen, you are saying to God, God, I believe that. If you don't say, it's not for you. Then, every time that I say something that you really believe, say Amen, amen, I believe it. Amen? Glory to God. We are teaching the series, Faith is the Key. And today, I will give you the fifth and the last message of this series. And today's message is, Jesus will make a way. What did I say? And what you have to say? Amen. <laughs> I'm saying that Jesus will make a way for you. Amen. You have to say amen. Hallelujah. Last week I talked about how to have one unshakable faith. Did you receive that word? If you didn't listen, please go to our YouTube channel and listen to it, please. Because it's going to bless you so much. And Jesus said... That in, in this world, we are going to have trouble, tribulations. Yes, we all will go through these circumstances. Yes, this is life. I'm not here saying your life is going to be like, it's going to be like, like when you go to the beach and just enjoy drinking coconut water. No, this is, what, this is what, not what Jesus promised us. Jesus said, in this world, you're, gonna, you're going to have tribulation. But take heart. You will overcome. Amen? Because you can lose everything in life. You can lose your job. You can lose things. But you, cannot, you can never lose your faith. Amen? You cannot lose your faith. Sometimes you will lose things. Sometimes we are downcast, sad. But say, Lord, my faith is still strong. I believe in you. Amen. Why? Because the Bible say, says in Hebrews 11:6, without faith, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Hebrews 6, it's impossible. Faith is to believe in the impossible. And faith is to believe in the supernatural. Faith, according to Hebrews 11, faith is the assurance of what you hope for, what you are expecting. And you can lose everything, but never lose your faith. Amen? Look to the person next to you and say, never lose your faith. Amen. And how is your faith today? How is, your, how is your expectation? Because when you have faith, you have expectation. Some people, when you look at them, and they say, yes, pastor, I have faith. <laughs> you look at them and say, no. <laughs> when you have faith, you show to others in the way you walk, in the way you speak. Because faith... You, you, you can speak faith 
You can show favor to others in the way that you talk. And sometimes, sometimes I look to someone's face and said, oh, this is a, a face of a defeated person. Not a, a person who is, has the key of faith that believes in the impossible. And I am full of expectation because I know that God has many things to do in this church and in your life. Amen. And also he's going to do many things in this town. Because the Lord has many people to save. And hundreds of people will come and will be saved. This is why you are here. This is why Shalom is here. Can you say amen? amen. Great, great, greater things are yet to come. But if you are not connected to the Holy Spirit and full of God's word... Full of God's word, you will miss out on what God has prepared for you. Okay? Because some people, they think, ah, God has many things prepared for me. I know. Do you have some promise from God? I have many promises from God, but we all have promise from God. But miracles are the result of a heart Full of faith. It's not because God has a promise. This promise is going to be fulfilled in your life. Miracles are the results of a strong faith. Amen? In a heart full of faith. And I taught and I preached months ago that God does not answer needs. God answers faith. The world you know, the world is full of need. There are people in need of food, people in need of money, people in need of healing. There are, in even that time when Jesus came, many people were in need. But just few people received their miracles. Why? Because they had this faith in their hearts. And God does not answer needs. God answers. Say that to the person next to you. God does. Yeah. He answers faith. And how can we have a greater faith? How? Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In another words, this word is, is filled of faith. This is a powerful seed that is full of faith. But in order for it to work, you need to take it. You need to believe in it and say, Lord, I believe in what it's written. It's for me. It's for my family. It's for my children. This is how faith works. I know. God has many promises for all of us. But it's not because God has a promise for you that you, you receive. Okay? And also, the Bible says that faith comes by? Hearing. Faith comes by? Hearing. Faith comes by? Hearing. Faith comes by? Hearing. And this is why the devil... He wants to steal the word from your heart. 
He wants to steal. Because if he steals this word that I am giving you, the Holy Spirit is giving to you, you are going to be a defeated person. Even he has something greater for you. And this word should enter inside of your heart. And this is why the devil, he wants to do everything for you not to come to church. Why? Because if he take the word from your heart, you don't have a strong faith. Because faith comes by hearing. hearing. Come, faith comes by hearing. And this is why I am preaching to you this series, faith is the key. Why I, 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 I not just preach just once, one word, and it's okay. Why? Do you know? Because I am always teaching, 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 teaching. Because faith comes by hearing, hearing, hearing. Once is not enough. You have to listen, to receive, to receive. And then one day, wow, this is for me, Lord. And then you, you get that word, you put in your heart and say, Lord, this word is for me. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to the Lord. But Satan will do everything to steal the word. This is why sometimes uh, don't go to church. Stay at home. Don't go to the cell meetings. Satan is stealing the word from your heart. Because faith comes by hearing. If you stay at home, don't go to the cell meeting. Don't go to the Bible study. You are not receiving and then you are going to have a, a weak faith, not a greater. This is what the Bible says. Because the word builds us up. It brings us into our inheritance in Christ. Can you say amen? amen. It's our light in the dark place. It's food for our spirit. Yes. And the, the Bible says in... In Romans 4, 15, verse 4, that for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us. So that through the endurance taught in the scripture and the encouragement they, they provide, we might have hope. Are you with me? Yes. The Bible says everything that was written. Everything that your pastor is reading from here and teaching you, everything that was written, was written to teach you. To teach you how to live a life, a better life, and to have a strong faith. And today we are going to learn from the Old Testament, from one passage, because the Bible says everything that was written... Was written to teach us. Are you willing to, to learn what God wants to, to, to teach you today? Okay. And today we are going to read about in the Old Testament. A passage that you know. How many of you remember when Israel was in front of the Red Sea? Do you remember? We are going to read that passage. Everything that was written, was written to teach us today. Amen? And you are going to, to understand about faith in the Old Testament. And also you are going to understand today that Jesus is our way maker. 
Look to the person next to you and say, Jesus is a way maker. Amen. Amen. Exodus 14, 12 to 14. This is not the word that we told you in Egypt. Saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. For it would be, if it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians, then that we would die in this, the wilderness. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you, you shall see again no more forever. The, the Lord will fight for you. And you shall hold your peace. The Lord will fight for you. Can you say amen? amen? The Lord will fight for you. I think you know all that story, right? Israel was a slave in the Egypt. He was a slave. And they came out of Egypt. And they just had experienced a great miracle from God. Did you remember the ten plagues? Wow. They were there, and suddenly God sent ten plagues. And they watched and said, wow, God is moving. God is working. And then they came out from Egypt rejoicing and, and, and with joy in their hearts. And say, wow, the Lord delivered us. Wow, with great joy in their hearts. And their dream Finally, had finally come true because they were slaves in the Egypt. But then he became free. Hallelujah. Amen. But the only problem is that happiness did not last very long. <laughs> Three days later, Pharaoh woke up. And he noticed, he realized, wow, I have lost a bunch of slaves. <laughs> then he called his army and said, let's go after them. Let's take them back. <laughs> let's bring them back to Egypt. And then Israel saw that the, he was in the front of the Red Sea. And then, behind them, Pharaoh's army coming. Can you imagine you in between these both? If you go to the, to the sea, you're going to die. If you stay there, you're going to die. <laughs> and they were in that circumstance. And they felt scared. They felt scared. And they started complaining. Be careful. When you are in trouble, be careful.
Because they felt scared of the circumstance, and then they start complaining about the circumstance. What do you feel when you go through some troubles? Hmm? Do you complain? Do you used to complain? Like the people of Israel. Oh, God took us from Egypt to die here. And then if you, you know the story when they were in the desert, they start complaining about the food. They say, wow, in this desert we have just this manna. But there we had onions, cucumbers, and that good food. And now we have just this manna. This is the reason many people, they do not experience miracles in their lives. Because they are always complaining. When you go through hard circumstances, always complaining. And I want to say something to you. Pay attention. Sometimes after a great miracle and after a great victory, we might go through a great fight. Pay attention. Sometimes when we receive a great victory, great miracle. But be prepared. As the Israeli people, they were set free from Egypt. But soon they were in another big trouble. What do you do when the battles come your way? Huh? What do you do? But thanks the Lord... <laughs> That people had a great leader, a man of faith, Moses. And they were complaining. They were in front of the Red Sea. The army was coming behind them. And Moses said, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. And because so many times we are so afraid of the circumstance. Do not be afraid. Stand firm. And you see the deliverance of the Lord. I am here to say to you, do not be afraid. Because you, you see the deliverance of the Lord. <laughs> do not be afraid. Only stand still and God will fight for you. Look to the person next to you and say, stand still. And the Lord will fight for you. When you come to, to church, it is good for you to come with notebook and pen. Okay? To take notes. Just few people is taking notes. Congratulations to you that has one notebook. And you are taking notes. Because we are here to learn. This is a school of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> this is a school of the Holy Spirit. And if you, if, you, if you think or if you know that what God is speaking is important, please take note. Amen? And keep in your heart. And if you are taking note, I want you to write this down. If God brought me so far... He intends for me to get through the other side. Okay? Okay, the projection. I said, if God brought me so far, 
He intends me to get through the other side. Amen? Do you believe that? And I have a word from the Lord to you today. God did not bring them to the Red Sea to draw them or to kill them. God did, didn't do all those miracles for them to all die a few weeks later. No. I believe that sometimes things happen in our lives. So that we can experience some work of the Lord. Some miracles in our lives. Yeah. We experience salvation. We experience miracles. We experience answered prayers. Sometimes we come to a place where the future looks dark. And the past looks bright. <laughs> sometimes. You, you look to the future, wow, that Red Sea. It's better to go back, to be a slave in Egypt. Never more go back to your past. Because if you go back to your past, this is a life of destruction, addiction, death. And Satan will destroy you. Never go back. But sometimes you look to, to the future and looks dark. So, wow. Looks what are waiting for me there. A great Red Sea. And we come to a point where we see the future so obscure and scary. While the past looks as if it was so easy and attractive. This is how many times we are looking to the, to the past and and also because we are looking to the future and it's dark. The future looks impossible. And it seems like there is no way I will ever, never be able to get through this. Some people, they look to the circumstance and say, no, I can't go through this circumstance that I am right now. Then when you think this is the end... There is no future for me. If God intended to end my life here, why he did get you through the ten plagues? Why God performed miracle in your past? If you are here today, he wants to do more things for you. Can you say amen? amen. And the and you have to use a little bit of common sense. And to see that God is not planning to drown us at the Red Sea. I know all of you has one Red Sea ahead of you. All of us. All of us. You have yours. I have mine. And we have a Red Sea that is in front of us. And if God brought you so far, he intends to get you through it. I think you didn't understand what I said. I'm going to say it again. If God brought you so far, he intends to get you through it. Amen. If he, he brought you until here, he has something greater for you. Amen. I am here to say to you, don't be afraid of your Red Sea. Amen. Amen? 
Don't be afraid. Maybe you don't have a way through it. Maybe you don't have a boat <laughs> to go to the other side. Maybe you don't have swim skills to go, to pass in your Red Sea. Or, but I am here to say God has a way to get you over to the other side. Amen. Amen. God has a way to bring you to the other side. But you have to know how to use this key. <laughs> this is the point. I am teaching you. you can, I can say to you, you can die in this place. But the, the Bible is very clear that we can use this faith because faith is the key for us. I have gone through many hard circumstances in my life. Many. You don't imagine. Don't think because I'm a pastor, my life is a, is a sea of roses. It's always holiday. Beaten water coconut. Coconut water. No. <laughs> Sometimes you don't imagine how is my life. And I think most of you remember... I gave you the testimony years ago. I came here 15 years ago. And then after three years, I applied for my visa. And then I went. And after some months, then I received that letter. The nine and saying that I had 120 days to leave the state. For me, I said, Lord, you did so many miracles. You spoke to me. You brought me to this, this place. You spoke to me for me to, to raise here a church, to plant here a church. And now I received this letter. I have to go back home. And then most of you know that day I was with my life destroyed. And I was praying with that letter that I received from the government. And then I bound down in my house. Looking to my backyard and suddenly I was praying and crying with my hands up to the Lord. And suddenly I saw an angel. And he came, he stood up in front of me. He looked at me. He smiled at me. And the angels showed me two red passports. And then when I saw, then my, like I said, wow, I understood what he came to say to me. Why? Because the, I received one letter that said, you're going to die. All your dreams is destroyed. Then, but the Lord came and said, I'm going to open a way. Because I am a way maker. This is how God works. But sometimes we have to face the Red Sea. And maybe today you are in the front of a big Red Sea. And also, as I told you, on the 12th of March, 15 years ago, Fabiana, my two daughters, and myself, we arrived here in this country with no English. But our goal was to, to have one English-speaking church. Can you imagine? 
No, I think you didn't understand what I said. I came here with no English and say, I'm going to plant an English-speaking church. Because you know this church is an English-speaking church. And then, but then I, I felt like there was a big Red Sea in front of me. Because I had no English and I said, how would it be? But when God gives you a promise, He will present to you a problem to test your faith. Because He wants to purify your faith. <laughs> Red Sea is important. Because there are things that the Red Sea will kill within you. What did I say? There are some things, just the Red Sea will kill in your life. Because there are many things in our life that's not good. Many of you, I'm not pointing the finger, but many of you, your heart is full of unbelief. You have pride inside of you. You think that you are someone important. You think that, no, God has something to destroy in your life, to kill and this is what the Red Sea did with them. Amen. They entered into the Red Sea. And God didn't intend to kill them. But to destroy what was in their lives. Their unbelief. Their pride. And maybe you can look into your life. And you are going to see some things that God wants to destroy in your life. Some addictions that you have in your life. That should be destroyed. I thanks God for every Red Sea that I had in my life. I thanks God. It was not easy to go through it. Not easy. But I thanks the Lord. Because every Red Sea that I went through. God performed something in my life. Break something that it was terrible in my life. And I thought. Oh, the Red Sea will, this Red Sea will kill me and destroy me. But not. God never will send a Red Sea to destroy you. Amen? Amen. Just to purify you. Amen. Say that to the person next to you. The Red Sea comes just to purify you. And also, did you know one thing? The Red Sea is so important to us because it's the only place the enemy cannot follow you through. <laughs> the Red Sea is the place where the enemy cannot follow you through it. When you enter into the, the Red Sea, <laughs> the enemy cannot enter there. What happened with the enemy? When he, he tried to enter through it, drowned. They were destroyed. And sometimes some furnaces are necessary in our lives because it brings cleansing and purity and holiness. I'm going to say again. Sometimes some furnaces are necessary in our lives because it brings cleansing, yes. purity, and holiness. Amen. And you need it. Right. 
I told you sometimes we have pride in our lives. And after the furnace, we live with broken hearts, <laughs> humility, and purified heart. Some, sometimes you face, uh, you face the Red Sea. Not because the Lord wants to drown you there or to destroy you. No, no, no. But because he wants to clean you. He wants to clean your life from your unbelief. We have a lot of unbelief. Many people say, I believe in you, God. I believe in you. But when the problem comes, what do you do? Maybe you do not know. But when that angel came, you don't know my words. I was there, kneeling. When I say, Lord, I received this letter. This letter is saying that I have to go back. But I trust in your word what you have said to me. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you are a way maker. I believe you. And then, after that, that angel came. And he wants to clean you from your emotional drama. Because I preached two weeks ago saying that many people, they have no faith. Why? Because they are driven by their soul. Your soul drives your life. Your soul is like a holocaust. One day you say, oh, hallelujah. And another day, oh, Lord, why you did that? One day you say, thank you, Lord. You are so happy because of the miracle. But in another day, we are complaining. And then you are like a holocauster. You are living by your soul, by your mind, your understanding. If you live by your understanding, by your soul, you are going to destroy your life. Because the righteous should live by faith. And what is faith? Is it to believe in what it's written. This is why Jesus always said, when Satan came against him, Jesus said, it's written, it's written, it's written. He knew what it's written. This is why you should come to the church with a notebook and to take notes. Then you're going to say, Lord, I believe that. I believe it's written, it's written, it's written. Amen. After the Red Sea, you use you say, like Job said in Job 19.25, after the Red Sea, what he said? For I know that my Redeemer lives. Hallelujah. <laughs> when you go through the Red Sea, then after that time of hardship, then you're going to say, I know my Redeemer lives. Hallelujah. And he's alive. Second Timothy 1.12. You are going to say, for I know whom? I know whom I have believed. And many people don't know in whom they have believed. You need to look back and say, God performed miracles in my life in the past. He sent the ten plagues. He performed miracles. And he'll do it again. And you have to say, Lord, you will do it again. You'll do it again. When there is 
when there, there seems to be no way, the Bible tells me that Jesus is the way. <laughs> Listen to me. God did not bring you so far just to let you drown. Amen? If I have to go through the water, it's because God wants to turn me into a better person. God wants to, to change your life. You should be a better Christian. And you need to say, I will make it through this water. Pharaoh will not. <laughs> the enemy will not by you. Sickness will not. Or Pharaoh will die. My old man, my old woman will die in the Red Sea. Your unbelief will die in the Red Sea. And I am here to say the same words that Moses said to the people. Do not be afraid. Stand still and you see the salvation of the Lord. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Because God is working. And he is a way maker, hallelujah. If, pay attention. If God brought you to this place, if God brought you to this church, to this town, to this country, to this Red Sea that you are right now, that you are facing, he will make a way. Amen? Say that to the person next to you. He'll make a way. But now it's time for you to use the key. It, it's not automatic. Don't think that you are going to, to go. You're going to face your Red Sea and say, God, the Red Sea is there. The army is coming. I'm going to die. It's not automatic. You have a key. I'm giving you a key. I am preaching for five weeks about this key. And you have to learn how to use this key. Because faith is the key that opens the doors. And without faith, you will not please God. And what is faith? Is to believe in the impossible. Through faith, you are saved through faith, you have a relationship with God. And if you don't have this kind of faith, sorry, you not please God. God loves when he finds some crazy people. Amen. Say, wow, I believe in you. I think I have given you many testimony of my craziness. Like once I was in Brazil, and, and then I had to, to pick my friends up in his house. Many, many kilometers, it's like another town, to bring him to church. And when, when I leave home, my motorcycle had no petrol. And then run out all the petrol. And then I say, Lord. And then I, I started it again, tried to go and stopped. And I say, then I stopped and said, Lord, I need to go to that town to collect my friends that he was my co-worker who worked with me. I need to collect him to be, and to bring him to the church. Lord, 
I be, you, are, you are a God of miracles. You, you have said that nothing is impossible. And what uh, this crazy guy did, I just put my hands over the tank of the motorcycle and said, Lord, please, put petrol here or you make it work without petrol. And then I just prayed, and then I started my motorcycle, and it started, and then I drove for many kilometers until his house. Then I collected him, and when I was there, when I got there, he was not ready. And they said, oh, I am not ready. And he was just wearing a short. And then I said, go quickly. Because the motorcycle has no petrol. <laughs> and then I said, Lord, now put my petrol because you have to do something. Then I said, I'm not going to turn off the, the motorcycle. Why? Ah, because maybe if I, I needed to turn on again and don't work, I'm going to keep working. And then I waited for more 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Then I drove this motorcycle to the church. And then in that day, that man was saved. By the Lord. Like, God is so good. But uh, I, I need to tell you something. Faith, for faith to work in your life, you need to be a little bit crazy. <laughs> With a rational mind. <laughs> this mind that think one plus one is true. It's not going to work. Have you? One plus one is ten. Yeah. It's how it works. Sometimes I have one, and I give, I give one to the, I, I have ten, I give to the Lord more, and then I, and the, the, the math doesn't work the same way. Because like when you have faith, things change in our lives. And I have some verses that I want you, because you need to, to stop fearing. You have a lot of fear, because this is why... Like our faith doesn't work. Psalm 27, 13 and 14. What is written? Let's read all together. I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen your heart. Wait. I say on the Lord. Can you say amen? Jeremiah 29, 11. Let's read all together. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace, not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. Psalm 1 verse 3. He shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season. Whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. This is the word. How many of you believe that? Amen. This is the word of God. Maybe you are in front of the Red Sea. I would like to stand up. Stand up, please. Because the people, pay attention, they were in front of the Red Sea. And Moses said, don't fear. Don't fear. Look at me. Fear 
will abort the plan of God. Always. Fear aborts the plan of God. Complaining. When you complain, <laughs> you abort God's plan also. And we need to be careful. God's promise will become true in your life. But be careful how you act. Because God has plans. But many people, they are driving their lives not in God's word. I have seen God's moving in some people. But they live by their soul. Live by their soul. And they are destroying. Even God has good future for you. Can you say amen? amen. Future of hope. But sometimes if your mind trouble, this holy cost their emotions, then you are going to destroy God's plan. Because God has a good plan. God has good things for you. God has a spouse for you. God has a better job for you. God has a great future for you. But the way you walk, you are going to destroy God's plan. With your emotions. I was exploding and not walking by what you read. Did you get what I'm saying? Then it's very important how you're going to act from now on. God will make a way for us. God is making a way for us. When I came here, it was impossible to have a church. English-speaking church, it was impossible. But now you are believing for more things. Not just we are in this building, but we are believing for new facilities. Amen. For hundreds and thousands of people. Yeah, we are believing because we, we believe in what God said. I don't walk by my mind. Maybe you can say, but pastor, we are a small church. We are, our people has no money. What's the problem? <laughs> Who said that we need to have money? If you have God. And I am here to say to finish with you. One thing. I do not know. What God will do for you. But. For the disciples. Jesus provide one boat. On the storm. On the sea. Right? For the disciples. Jesus provide a boat. And they were in the boat. And they crossed the Red Sea. For Jonah. Was different. He was in the sea. He was in the storm. What God provided for him. A big fish. <laughs> and sometimes it's not nice. If God provides you a big fish. <laughs> to swallow you in. So, Do you want to kill me Lord? No I want to save you. My, I want to save you. And God provided a fish. For Jonah. In the storm. But maybe. For you. God will give you strength. For you to swim. You're going to say, it's hard. It's hard. The Lord said, keep, keep swimming. Keep swimming. Keep going. Don't give up. Keep going. Don't give up. God will strengthen you to keep swimming. I'm not going to give up. Lord, I'm going to go to the other side. I'm not going to give up. But 
for some of you, he's going to touch the water. I'm going to make a way. I'm going to make a way for you. And, and you are going to walk in a dry land. Because it's going to make a way for you. And this is my word of today. Jesus is a way maker. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And he's a way maker. And maybe, maybe, Jesus is going to bless you for you to walk under the waters. As he did. <laughs> he walked under the water. The name here doesn't matter how it's going to be the miracle. But you have to say, Lord, I trust you. Maybe if you're going to, if you give me strength, I'm going to swim. And he's going to strengthen you to go through. Or maybe you are going to walk through the water. Or maybe, but he is a way maker. Oh, close your eyes. He started praying and declared, Jesus, you are a way maker. Now it's a time of faith. Don't destroy, don't abort your miracle, please. Don't get distracted, distracted right now. Pray a prayer of faith. Oh, in Jesus' name. Oh, in Jesus' name. Started praying. Pray bold prayers. Pray bold prayers, not comfortable prayers. God loves when, they, when, they, when he finds some crazy man that believes in his word. Kosheba. You are a way maker. Yes, Lord. Maker, miracle worker, promise keep. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Maker, miracle worker. Light in the darkness, my God. Oh, need to stop. Yes, Lord. I maker, miracle worker. Promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Yes, Lord. Way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, that you are. Father, we worship you. You are our way maker. Lord, I do pray, Lord. We preached, Lord, for five weeks about faith. Lord, please increase the faith of these people, Lord. Increase our faith. Lord, help us to truly believe in you, Lord. That, Jesus, you are a way maker. You are the way, the truth, and the life. And I do pray for these people. Lord, increase their faith. Open up the doors. Lord, make them to go through the problem to the Red Sea, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray, Lord, for the circumstances they are going through. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. We, we, and you give you all the glory, Lord. And we bless you because you are a way maker. In Jesus' name, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.
worship you. Worship you. We worship you. Yes. Adore him. Adore him. you see my glory if you just believe you you see my glory says the Lord don't trust in your understanding trust in my word says the Lord Lord we worship you we give you the honor and the glory in Jesus name we praise you and worship you amen and amen hallelujah <laughs> 